Step 11, Intimacy. Week two, day two. See yourself through God's eyes. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see me through your eyes and trust what you say about who I am. In step seven, you explored identities that have defined you. The word identity is defined as condition or character as to who a person or what a thing is. The sense of self, providing sameness and personality over time. Identities you accept have a great influence on your life, regardless of who gave them to you or whether they are true. For example, if you believe you are unlovable, you will struggle to receive love from someone even when his or her love is earnest. If you believe you are worthless, no relationship or amount of success will make you feel valuable. If you think you are smarter than everyone else, you will have a hard time seeing and admitting your wrongs. Let God determine what is true of your identity. He has perfect insight. Accepting the view He has of you for yourself will have a big effect on how you receive His love and respond to Him. For a healthy relationship with God, it is important for you to see yourself through His eyes. Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. How has your view of your identity changed since coming to regeneration? Briefly describe how you see yourself differently. The following passage is one of many biblical descriptions of your identity. As a background on the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians in the New Testament is a letter written by the Apostle Paul around 62 AD to the church of Ephesus while he was under house arrest in Rome for sharing Christ. Ephesus was a prosperous port city in the Roman Empire. It was the site of Paul's ministry for three years. The church in Ephesus was mostly comprised of Gentile, non-Jewish Christians who were trying to understand how they fit into God's family and what was God's will for their lives. They were trying to know and live in their new identities in Christ. Letters such as Ephesians were often shared and circulated through the early Christian churches. In context, Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 10 occurs after Paul prays for God to enlighten the Ephesians' hearts to the hope of God's calling. Chapter 1 verse 15 to 23. And before he describes how God has made a way through Christ for Gentiles to join God's household. Chapter 2, verse 11 to 22. Remember, all scripture is God-breathed for you to know the truth about him and yourself. Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 10 says, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, Satan, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, 
which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 2. What characteristics of God affected you most as you heard this passage? Was this a new insight or a reminder? Why did it impact you? Question 3. Is there something in this scripture that is confusing? If so, take the steps listed on day one to better understand the passage. The principles contained in Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 10 apply to all Christians. In this case, it is appropriate to personalize this passage. Take note, it is not always correct to personalize scripture if the context of the verse does not allow for it. If you are confused about whether a principle or specific command in the Bible is intended for you, seek biblical counsel before assuming it applies to you. Also, if you are interested in studying more about your identity in Christ, Romans 8 is a great place to do that. Reread Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 10 again, but this time substitute your name for the words you, we, and us. Read the words as God's personal letter to you through the Holy Spirit in Paul. Then, answer the following questions. Question 4. According to this passage, how does God see you? How has your identity changed through Christ? What are God's plans for you? Question 5. Do you trust that God is describing you in this passage? What in this scripture is hard to accept? Explain. Engage with God. Ephesians 2 verse 1 to 10 is God's letter to you. Write back to Him. Describe your new identity through Christ and thank Him for what He has done for you. Ask for humility to fully accept His words about you. Ask for strength to follow His will. Then, tell Him of your love for Him. <music>